Welcome to another week of the Gen X guys. You have JD and of course Len. I'm glad he waved when it's hello. There we go. There it is. Put some effort in for Christ's sake. No, I did. I two hands. I originally started with two hands. So fuck off. Started okay. off with profanity. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just kick right into it. Don't even care. Don't even, Don't care. even care. Um. Yeah. So this week we're going to discuss continuing our trend over the last couple of weeks. We're going to continue with the playoffs. Trend. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a trend. It's, it's trending trend. flat. It's yeah. basically dead on arrival. We're the only ones doing it. Nobody else is talking about this shit. So we no. feel no. the need to take Nobody it. Nobody JD and Len is talking about it. Yeah. Nobody right? else cares. Nobody. Most of the country and, you know, nobody has any insight other than us. Usually nobody. our insight's wrong, but that's beside the point. How's our insight wrong? It's no different than anybody really? else out there. Okay, well, maybe our the outcome is not what we expected. What are you talking about? How did, we do, last week? How did we do last week? Yeah. We went four for four. Yeah. Called every game correctly. Your switch at the last second to Casey over Buffalo helped you go four for four. Yeah. So, was any, any of the games last week, was anything unexpected? I mean, not the outcome, not that, but anything unexpected happened. No, well, I mean, the unexpected, let's see, the Baltimore game, not so much. I mean, no. by the second half, they pretty much just figured out how to stop the blitz, or they just figured out a better way to keep um, the ball moving and to get away from the blitz. They the just Baltimore, grind you. Baltimore just yeah. grind you. And that's what they did. They they just beat them down and slowly just all of a sudden the score, just the gap gets wider and wider. And then all of a sudden they had this explosion in the third or fourth quarter and the gap gets all of a sudden like two touchdowns wide. Yeah. So yeah, I was expected. I, I I actually thought Houston would play better. I was kind of but again, they're the youngest team in the league. Ryan is a brand new head coach where Harbaugh is what he's been there how many years now? Fifteen yeah. plus years. So it kind of wasn't unexpected. It's that whole thing of, you know, the cliche, you know, it's the playoffs. It's different than the regular season and you know, experience matters. So I think, you know, the Ravens, you know, really just showed it in that game. Yep. I agree. I don't think there wasn't much surprise. I mean, even the first half, the only reason it was 10-10 was because. The pit, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it, it seemed closer than it was, but offensively, Houston just never got going. Like, yeah. never got going in that game. And I was kind so. of surprised at that. I, I thought they would do better offensively. Not great, but I thought they would do a little better offensively than they did. So I was yeah. kind of, but again, it's just again, it, it's playoff time. It's the Ravens played their defense, and I, they just couldn't get going on offense for you. So yeah, so true. the Ravens' offense just pounds the shit out of you. It just and all of a sudden, like and Lamar's becoming a much much better passer. Where the old thing about him being a running back who plays quarterback, I this year I think he's proven that's not true. That he's yeah. actually matured into a he's, he's, he's still improved. a He's still a running quarter. He's still a runner who plays yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Because even the second half, how did they get the lead? He no, no, I, I don't disagree. But I think the fact that he can now pass as well as he can to the outside and not before where it was all these up the middle passes that he would do where his threat of running opened up the middle and he would, you know, he would do the smart thing and pass it off. But I think you could see him pass on the perimeters has improved greatly. And that's. True. No, and I agree. I agree he's improved, but as a defense coordinator, I'm still rather have him pass than run. Oh, definitely. Because I know right. he'll make mistakes passing. Running's harder to control. 
Um, and then, you know, you have Flowers, who I think is really. Yeah, he's helped a lot. He's definitely yeah. helped his game this year. Not OBJ. OBJ hasn't done anything. Um, so there's Baltimore. We'll talk about the Kansas City Bills game. So that one was interesting because, as we mentioned last week, and I brought it up, the Bills always find a way to lose. They did. And once again, they found a way to lose. They, it's, I mean, offensively, they were moving along pretty well throughout most of the game. They weren't having any struggles. And then in the fourth quarter, they just suddenly couldn't move the ball. Yep. And the worst part was is that, and I'm sure, you, I mean, you saw it, but like, I get tired of people talking Josh Allen is one of the best in the NFL. It's like, please, guys, he's not. I mean, he's he's a great stats quarterback, but when push comes to shove, Look what he did in the final drive. Like, all he needed was a first down, and he kept trying to chuck it into the end zone for deep plays. He when guys were wide down. open underneath, they I were giving him the middle. Down. Yeah, they I were giving him the middle. Yeah. Why Every did he time. go? So. He's just, he's one of those quarterbacks that's not, again, he's the type of quarterback who you have a quandary because he's going to, he plays so well 95% of the time. You can't get rid of him. You know what I mean? He's that quarterback that you're like, you know, every, every, you know, almost everybody in the league is going to want to keep him. I mean, outside of Kansas City and a few teams. You know, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about there's 20 other teams that would take Allen in a heartbeat. 20 to right. 25 teams without question would take him over their starting quarterback right now. But, again, do you really feel that he's going to get you a championship? Well, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't either. I don't think you'll ever get you a Super Bowl. He's like a jack. The worst part is, is in his what second year, third year, they got the the AFC title game and they lost. Then they've lost the divisional round the last three years now. Yep. And his cap hit was always like eight, eight, ten, ten, ten. It's going to be forty three for the next year. Yep. So they're about to be unable to compete because their cap hit's going to be hard for this quarterback who had a chance to get him there and got him nowhere, and. So, yeah, in the Kansas City game, the Chiefs played fine. The Chiefs did what they needed to do. They played they, like regular Chiefs football almost. Like They did. The issues that, that they've had, they haven't had. They didn't have in that game. No, and the receiving core was much more played reliable. Well. Yeah. yeah. Overall, yeah. they're better. I mean, again, they're defending champs, so they know how to play these games. It's not like they forgot to play football. But, um, but yeah, as long as you got Mahomes and Kelsey started showing up in this game, um, but still, the Bills, again, late in the game, had a chance to tie. I'm not going to blame the kicker because the kicker was put in a spot that was difficult to kick from anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime you rely on a kicker to win a game, then you got to ask yourself, did you do enough to make sure it never came to that? And the answer is no. Wide right. Yeah. Wide right. Oh, yeah. yeah. To a right. Right, 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 because yeah. of wide right. Maybe the laces were in. Yeah, but here's the thing. And, you know, the thing that, again, and you heard about the dumbasses with the um, death threats, right? Oh, yeah. And that's stupid. Because that again, happens it, in any different sport. You see this all the time. They somehow yeah, blame they this one person because he impacted the whole game. Well, again, if Allen just would have threw, if he didn't just Allen. try to do the win... <laughs> If he would have done that, if he would have, he could have got another first down. Yeah, wasting more time because here's the other thing: he kicks it. You're giving Mahomes a minute and a half. Yeah, with all, I think he had all three timeouts. 
just to get into fucking field goal range? I'm sorry. If there's any quarterback in the league that if you had a minute with three timeouts and you need to get into field goal range, is there any quarterback in the league, maybe almost even in league history, that you think couldn't get you into field goal range? It's Patrick Mahomes. I mean, period. He's done it. He's done it in 13 seconds. I mean, I yeah. think only maybe Aaron Rodgers would be that one that you're like, can march down the field to get you in field goal range in less than a minute with even one or two timeouts. Yep. He's going to do it. I agree. Yeah. So, so they would have left enough time for him anyway. Uh, it's very way true. Enough time. Again, getting that first down, even if they got that first down and then they had a kick, A, it would have been closer, and B, you would have taken off time so that Mahomes might not. But shit, even Mahomes with anywhere between 30 seconds to a minute, he can move the, he can move the field easily 30, 40 yards. He could, but keep in mind when he's done it in the past, he had Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek, just give it to him, and his speed alone will get you the extra 30 yards after the catch. Yeah. So. I, I guess I'm just saying trust the – maybe not trust the Chiefs, but if you're going to – I wouldn't trust – like Patrick Mahomes is the one quarterback where you're like, no, it, it, you got you to gotta be tied or up with a field goal or that close yeah. with no time left on the clock against Mahomes. I, I agree. Tyreek Hill or no, but – yeah, no, they did win the Super Bowl without him. No, I agree. They did oh, last yeah. year, and uh, the and that's not the point. The point is know, when right. coming from behind, it's easier when you have a player like of him. Course. That's at least yeah. to that. Um, no, no. Most that being said, so Buffalo failed again. No surprise. Um, it came to be exactly what I thought it would be. So we both agree there. I think it's interesting that McDermott hasn't been fired. I mean, he's underachieved as a coach. But then again, and Allen's regressed. He doesn't yeah. think about it. I mean. Again, going back to Mahomes, but you don't think that Reed didn't play a big part? I mean, Mahomes has the raw national ability. He's calm and everything, but you don't think having a Reed has helped him? You know, where look at Allen. Allen has regressed, in my opinion. He well, still yeah. fumbled well, the McDermott, ball. Uh, yeah, but McDermott's a defense coordinator. Right. Right. You need um, an offense. If you have an Allen, should you have an offensive court? Like Herbert now has Harbaugh. And we know what he's done with quarterbacks. He made Alex Smith a good quarterback or helped him become a better quarterback, I should say. And he made Colin Kaepernick look really good. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I don't All know right. if, it's, if, miss, if it's history thing. And I don't want to get into the history because we're not trying to focus on that this week. But Alex Smith had up and down years. Only guy who helped make him actually show what his true value was was Norv Turner. When they have Norv Turner as the offensive okay, coordinator, fair, fair. that was You're his right. best season. Of course, Harbaugh helped bring in the running game, which helps. I think that's to your point, is where the running yeah, game became a big factor that made it easier. And then Alex Smith was able to continue from there. And I agree there. Sure. And Colin Kaepernick, he was a flash in the pan. He Tell literally you. was a unique player who came in. Defenses weren't ready for it. And then when the defense figured him out, he he fell to shit like fast. Within three years, he was like a horrible passer. He was a lesser version of of a um. Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, a much lesser version. A much lesser version. Like, yeah. Not nearly the runner. And yeah. I and Lamar has a much better arm. Yeah. Like he's like that Timo version of or whatever they say, like, you know, the Alibaba version of uh of a Lamar Jackson. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So but anyway, but to your yeah, point, right. yeah, Harbaugh's gonna help. I agree there. But uh and here at the point about Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid definitely has helped Mahomes, clearly, because he knows when to let him kind of cut loose and he knows when to rein him in and have him right. focus. And, and Mahomes has the respect to know when to kind of, you know, they work well together. That's right, right. huge. So, right. But 
But anyway, I mean, my point is with the Bills is that I'm surprised McDermott hasn't been fired. Like, he's not going to be. But then again, in the NFL, apparently we're always okay now with coaches who just get you to the playoffs. Like, Tomlin's a perfect example of that. Like, they just don't care anymore. Like, it's no longer about actually winning a Super Bowl in my mind. It's more about, can I continue to sell my merchandise because we're at least competitive and the fans will show? Yep. And that's what I said about, yeah, I I 100% agree with that. I I think that's, like, my McCarthy's in there. Yeah. Because they, they fill that stadium every week. They sell a ton of merchandise because of that win. Because Dallas fans, like all other fans, and you know, it's not just Dallas fans are delusional, but all other fans. I mean, look, I'm a fucking Browns fan for God's sake. We always say next year. And as yeah. soon as we get over that heartbreak, when it starts to get after that, and you start talking about free agency, our favorite time of the year is the offseason. So we start talking about free agency, you start talking about the draft, all that stuff, and everything from the past is forgotten. Maybe yep. not forgotten, but it's put in the back of your mind. But right. then when you have a popular team, because of they're doing well, Buffalo, definitely Dallas is one, the Steelers are another. That people that's all oh, they focus on that. But again, the ultimate goal is winning Super Bowls. Yeah. Right? That's what it should be. It's about winning the title. So yeah. but yeah, he's not gonna get fired because they play well enough during the season, you know. And maybe, you know, maybe the front office or the ownership or whoever, they're worried about, okay, he may not get us through this playoffs, but what if we bring another coach in and then also we start looking bad in the regular season? And I think yeah. that's the risk that they're not willing to take. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you just need to – a coach just can't make that next evolution with your team. Right. And you need to find someone else. And, some, and to your point, it, it can be very difficult because you're also taking a chance. An established right. coach who wins but doesn't win at all. Like they right. win but they don't win at all. Or you move them on and try and say, okay, maybe we have the talent and we just need a different voice to help finally push us in the direction of the Super Bowl. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, but yeah. So now we're going to have the matchup between Baltimore and Casey in Baltimore tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow afternoon really for them, 1230. Uh, right. Local time. So, who are you going to pick? Who are you going with, and why? Baltimore. I think it's going to be like thirty-one seventeen. Interesting. Um, why? I I think it's either going to be. I think just for the same reason. I think their their defense is not the Baltimore defense of, of old that just destroys teams. Mm-hmm. But it just and they're not a bend not break, which is I think with like with the 49ers have become, which I I despise that defense, but. They're still just a very good defense, and then they always play from ahead. They don't play from behind. I think the only way that you're going to beat, and it's easier said than done, of course. The only way that you're going to beat a Baltimore is if you score early, like you score a touchdown and they get a field goal type thing. Yeah. Because it, it's just their game plan. Like I said, they just pound the living crap out of you. You know, with the run, with the defense. Like, again, their their defense doesn't have that flash that they used to have, but they still are just. I think they're more they're more they're solid across the board. Right. And, I mean, unless you get Mahomes pulling it off and doing stuff and just getting those touchdowns, they, they can't settle for field goals. They have to get touchdowns. I mean, I know again, it's easier said than done. It's pretty basic, but you can't let Baltimore play from ahead because that just that's the team that they are. They don't. Right. I mean, my Browns actually came back and beat them from behind, so I'm you know that's one thing to hang our hat on for the year. But usually that's just not what happens. They just pound you and pound you. Like they have 
a good enough defense where the the offense and the offense is just good. You know, yeah. now with Flowers, they have the ability to stretch out a defense. And oh, they're getting Mark Andrews back. So now he has the outside and middle threat to throw to. I just don't see Kansas City. Kansas City can, but it's going to be purely on Mahomes. If you're going to really, even though their defense is the best defense he's ever had with them, if they don't score on offense, if they have to rely on the defense, game's over. Yeah, it's really going to be Mahomes has to score. Yep. So, okay, so you got Baltimore makes sense. Everything you said makes sense. I'm going to go the alternate path, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm picking Kansas City. Kansas City is going to somehow surprise everyone. They're going to win the game. Honestly, probably something like twenty to ten. And really, yeah, I don't even think it's going to be as close as people think. And no, I'll tell you why. You, okay, I want to hear because I so, that. So there's a certain sense of this team and what they've done that reminds me of the '88 Niners. The Niners with Joe Montana were six and five, struggling through the season. They end up finishing ten and six. They have to go on the road, and they beat all these teams, and they win the NFC title game against Chicago in Chicago. And, again, they had all the struggles coming in. They were also switching between Steve Young. This is when Bill Walsh was playing around with Steve Young and Joe Montana. And we realized that was ruining the team, and Joe Montana was the quarterback. And and it's not because he doubted Joe Montana was the quarterback. He just wanted to test a few things, and it was a bad movement. But it created imbalance. There was, you know, chemistry issues, whatever. They finally found it, started figuring out ways to win to get – got the winning going. And then suddenly they took off and they went on to win the Super Bowl against the Bengals. Um, I feel I have a sense that that's similar. I have that same sense because oh, Kansas with, City, Kansas with Kansas City, they also struggled through the season. They were actually dropping quite a few games in a row. They were looking really bad. The receiving core was poor. Okay. And you kept trying different things. They finally figured it out. Obviously, they have no home court, home field advantage other than the first game, because that's just the way the structure is for a division winner. Um, and they went on the road. They beat a Buffalo team, which was supposedly flying high, right? They beat the Buffalo team. And now they're going into Baltimore, who everybody's picking easily to win against Kansas City. And I feel Kansas City, with a quarterback like Mahomes, which you talked through earlier, has the skill set to beat them. So I'm going with Kansas City. I think they're going to win 20 to 10. I I think I don't disagree with Kansas City being out. I don't think it, I like if there's a lock, I would not say. Baltimore's a lock. No, I, I wouldn't say either game to lock. To be honest with you, for the title games, I don't think so either. But I, I think out of both of them, I don't. I, I think this one is by far less of a lock mm-hmm. because of what you said. I don't think you would. I would think that it would be more like a twenty-eight twenty-four type win. I, I don't think that. I think if Kansas City wins, it's going to be, it's going to be within like four to ten points is the margin of victory. But I, I don't disagree with that. And also, again, you have a team that has already won two Super Bowls. Mahomes has no pressure. I think it's I think it's that type of thing where Mahomes doesn't have that pressure. He's who he is. He's going to go out there and play the game. Reed is going to have his game plan. I think Harbaugh, again, he's won two Super Bowls with two different types of teams. So I think Harbaugh is, again, that type of coach. That Harbaugh's won one Super Bowl. One, one. I, was, I don't know why I was giving him credit for the, for the first one. He didn't win the, one, the 2000 team one, no. But again, it's just. But what I mean is, I, he's already won one. They've had their success. They've actually won um, playoff games. So and then, but again, there's always that nagging thing in the back of, and it has to be in the back of Ravens' minds, kind of like with a, um, with, with any other quarterback that doesn't do well in the playoffs. 
mm-hmm. you know, who kind of chokes, like um, Josh Allen. I mean, it has to be nagging. Is this his year? Did he look better last week? 100%. But again, now this is the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. Yeah. I so, mean, until because again, until he wins, right? He hasn't he hasn't had success in the playoffs. If he doesn't win this game, it's oh, that's Lamar just being Lamar, and it, whether it's fair or not to always place on the quarterback, it's what it is. Oh, if he doesn't totally win agree. this game, so yeah, I, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. I can see that happening, and again, yeah, because I, yeah. I mean, again, I it's to me, it's a toss up. I, I'm going Kansas City because of those feelings that that similarities that I've seen in the past of these great teams who find a way to pull it off. Right. And to your point, I mean, Baltimore, in reality, should win this game. Like they should for all the reasons you labeled out. They're at home, they're running game. They play from ahead. Like yeah. they don't, they never really play from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be good. But yeah, so we'll see. So let's jump to the NFC now. On the NFC side, quick recap on the two games. So the first game. Um, obviously, we'll start with the Niners game against Green Bay. Obviously, now no bias in that one. No, no, no. no. I, I'm, gonna, I'm we're Niner fans. It's fine, but from a just from an outsider, you know, trying to take a neutral stance, I, I was very surprised. Not surprised they pulled it off because they're more seasoned and they can do it. I was surprised they struggled so much throughout the game. And weather aside, because I know it was raining, and this comes back to Steve Young's points before week 18 kicked off and they were going to sit Purdy and whatnot. And he's t- saying that's the worst decision ever. You're going to have a starting quarterback sit for 21 days before he takes the field again. Yeah, That is like rust all over because you know, you're already in a bye week. Why would you sit him for that game? I a hundred percent agreed with Steve young. Cause I feel like you sit quarterbacks that long. Lamar Jack's a good example. First half didn't really do much. He sat yeah. as well. Right. Second half, he got better and that's where it took off. Niners, similar concept, but the rain did not help. The weather didn't help. Purdy definitely couldn't decide how he wanted to play with the ball in the rain. So he could start. Well, that one, he wiped his wiped his hand yeah. in the middle of a play. Yeah, as he's and it was incomplete. Yeah, so he needs it. What I would have done as a coach if I had known it was going to rain for like an hour of practice, I would just constantly be giving him wet balls. Yeah, just even spray uh, a hose up in the air so water's falling down all the time, so it makes it simulate rain. Just you know, anything to get the You turn the sprinklers on too, but then they pop up in the ground. Someone's going to trip and break an ankle, and then. But right. do you think that coaches worry about that? Because what if you would have slipped in practice? Something stupid, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but there's agreed, always that paranoia agreed. that they have. They because have the again, paranoia. they're always wrong, though. No matter what decision yeah. they make, they're wrong. If they would have started Purdy for two plays or two series in the, in the the final game. Which I think that's what they should do. Like let them come out like a preseason, like, like one quarter, or one yeah, or series, like yeah. one, one or two series. Like there has to be that balance to let them go out there play. And yeah, but again, coaches, no matter what, are always wrong. Yeah, because well, I, it, so, it, 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 well, I guess my point is to uh, not to belabor the Brock Purdy point because it's not just Brock, but the team in no. general just looked off. The defense wasn't reacting quick. And the Packers came in after that big win the week before. They came in high. Cowboys, which was not surprising. Um, They came in and they were going. You know, Jordan Love was looking good. The team was running well. And then the confidence kept building because they kept it close. They took the lead. They were up. And then uh, Purdy finally settled back in. This is where the difference between him and Allen. Allen may have a big arm and be this big guy who can run, but he doesn't know when to play the game. And it's not, and I'm not going to get into the game manager 
because the point of the game is to win it, manage it so you can win. And that's exactly what Purdy did. He realized right, he needed right, to be smarter. Perfect. And he went okay. six of seven and uh, led him to a touchdown. And they won the game because Jordan Love then got the ball back. No Aaron Rodgers. He's not an Aaron Rodgers player. In all fairness, it's only his first season starting. Fair enough. Yeah. And, uh, he, made a, he made a Brett Favre mistake. He decided to throw back across his body to nobody because they were both linebackers were there ready to pick it. So, um, and see, the, the thing is, and I think that there has to be concern by a Green Bay fan base because you see that with some of these young quarterbacks is he, it's not like the first time he's done that type of play. He does that play all the time and it works and it worked through this year, but defenses are going to start seeing, Hey, that's what he's doing. So why don't we just play this way or that way? That's like that whole thing of like where young quarterbacks can come into the league, like a Justin Herbert, come into the league, have great success, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what happened to him? I don't think it's what happened to him. I think that when when defense are they, they have to react to it. Defenses are purely reactionary. You know, they have to react to what their offense does and what the quarterback does. And they started learning, you know, oh, okay, if we do this, it's kind of like remember there was the um the Bosa comment about mm-hmm. the Eagles earlier this year. We 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 found the um what's the term we use the blueprint the blueprint thank you we found the blueprint against them and everybody laughed about that everybody kind of had that oh sure you did and then what happened didn't they basically lost every game yeah right after that so look Jordan Love he did not he didn't look bad in that game but you could start seeing where the defense was starting to understand how to play him and that type of play yeah that was first down they had a minute they had over a minute left they had a way more than enough time to get into field goal range yep that was, yeah. that was stupid but again he's gotten away with that all even in that game he got away with it a few times where he just threw it up and the you know he did it where Mahomes does it but Mahomes has so much more in his bag that he can do on the field that when he does that stuff, but also I don't think Mahomes just throws it up. I think he knows where his players are. No, well, when he had Tyreek, he he threw it up. He knew he'd just chuck it and he should be able to run it down. Like he didn't know if he'd get there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think that there's a a difference between a Mahomes doing it. And I don't think it's perfect because again, he, he does get picked off a lot more to your point. Without something like Tyreek, who, with that elite—not even elite, but all-world speed—can make up for a lot of those things. Yeah. But I mean, when you look at like a love, you know, if he continues to think that he can play that hero ball, it's going to be a Josh Allen thing, where yeah, right. he puts up these great stats, can beat those other teams. But then when he goes against a top five defense or even a top ten defense, you know, he's going to struggle. So, yeah. but I no, I agree. The Green Bay came out way in in a different level than the 49ers and i think the 49ers were just not ready for that game in the beginning and again to your point everybody sat for three weeks you know and it's it's probably too long of a period of time without having any type of game or being in that mode because it is a mental thing too you know just being in that mindset being in that ability to to play and you know obviously it affected both i think to your point even with the ravens the two teams, they both did the same thing. They both set all the starters, and they had the bye week, and look how they came out. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so 
I mean, it, I, to be honest with you, I really thought the Niners probably, uh, w- you know, in the fourth quarter before they did that drive, they were not looking good. I'm like, dude, I can't believe we're going to lose the Packers. And uh, and they pull it together and they're fine, yeah. which is good. If you The good teams always find ways to win, and that's what they did, which is why Buffalo sucks. Um, anyway, so the other game that came up, which was another interesting one, was, of course, Detroit-Tampa. Detroit ended up winning that one at home, which is good. It's a great story because Detroit now is in the NFC title game where they'll a face. A lot of parallels to the Fortnite game, though. Yeah, a lot of parallels. Lot of parallels. Um, but Detroit played a, uh, definitely played better to start the game and through the game. And uh, and Tampa, you know, they had a good run. They were competitive. They actually had a chance late in the game to make a drive like down it, there, and Baker got picked. Um, and Baker you know, and and um, Love's interception were almost identical. Yeah. I mean, about as identical as you can get given the circumstances. Right. They had a minute and a half. I think they. I think Tampa had two timeouts, but yep. more than enough time. And but I think the difference was Baker again, and I have no ill will towards him, but now it was a bad pass. It was a bad decision, a bad pass. It was, it wasn't even like a major break on the ball. He threw it right to the defender. He just tried to force it in. To me, that was more like a, um, a Josh Allen thing where he thought he could do it. And it was just a really bad decision. I think love panicked and thought that he had to get a completion instead of throwing away for another play. But I think, that decision by Baker was, you know, kind of who, who he is. He makes bad choices. So yeah. but that's what I take. Yeah. And he's more of a gunslinger, too. He is. Here. He most definitely so, is. I think Detroit did looked good. They weren't great. I mean, I feel like they're they've have some holes as well. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a good story. It's gonna be fun. I was pulling for him because I really wanted to see him get to the NFC title game because it, it's a franchise who's never been to a Super Bowl. They're not gonna go this year. And we'll t- I'll talk about why, but the, uh, but yeah, it's exciting for them. And, uh, you know, there's actually been three, only three franchises. No, there's a few more than that. I was going to say, yeah, never I've been, never been to a Super Bowl. Well, we know the Browns. Oh yeah. We know the Browns. Yeah. New right. Browns, the old Browns got there and won Super Bowls, but the new Jacksonville Browns hasn't Jacksonville has not I Carolina just, has not Carolina has. Oh, they've been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I take that back. I said haven't been to a Super Bowl. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jacksonville is not. Detroit is not. Neither of the Browns. Um, I think pretty much everybody else has been to a Super Bowl. That's Houston. Well, that's well, true. I mean, we got well, the Good point. Yeah, I mean, Houston and Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're not. Houston Texans have never been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Houston Texans haven't been there. Yeah. So that's true. Actually, even the Houston Oilers predating them never went. It was the Tennessee yeah. Titans who went. Who had that? So, if you want to say that, but I think when you say you're going to say franchise, yeah, yeah, that's why the Browns have never won and, and the Ravens have because they're two different franchises. Yeah, the Browns moved to Baltimore and that some startup that took that shit name, but it has no history associated to it because the actual franchise no that had all that again, okay. yet okay. again, okay, you know more than and, the NFL does because yeah, the NFL is a joke, NFL's a joke on what they just I'm just going to say this, I'm going to talk shit, fuck all you all like Raider fan bases, whatever. The Browns are the only team to fight the NFL and win. Only fan base to fight the NFL and win. They how did the Raiders lose? How did the Raiders lose? They moved wherever they How do they, they always fucking How'd lose? How did they lose? Oh, let's go to LA. Oh, let's go back up to Oakland. Fuck, Oakland's a shithole. Let's hey, not move. Hey, said Al Davis was in his right mind later on in life. Okay, 
when he went back to yeah, Oakland. And his son is so much better. Oh, my God. That guy knows nothing about football. Anyway, all right. So let's I, mean, I love Raider fans, but I, I got like they're like the one fan base that I hate and love at the same time. Sorry. Well, they're passionate. They're nice. very I mean, passionate. every fan base yeah. is passionate. Every fan, yeah. I think that's always like people who don't know 49er fans always make that assumption about the wine and cheese thing. You know, like, oh, they're this or they're that. They're 49er fan base is the real fan base. I mean, again, we've said this before. Go to your mom's house, you know, when she was alive, and 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 say anything bad about the 49ers. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Plenty of 49er fans are just as passionate as any other fan base. Yeah, the wine and cheese was just some bullshit by another team who the Niners were a finesse team, finessely winning four Super Bowls. So, you know, whatever. Um, yep. So, yep. all right. So, let's go to the Anyways, sorry, sorry, game. Sorry, we got the Niners and Lions. So, I'll let you go first. Who do you think is going to win? And, of course, why? I think four hundred. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I, I really? just, I think it's going to be like 38, 27, 38, somewhere around there. I just think it's going to be a high scoring game. I think the 49ers are going to score on. I, I just don't have faith in their defense. I think their offense is solid. Their defense just seems like, I don't know. They, they, who's don't you have faith in the Lions defense? Oh, okay. Okay. I just don't. And so that's why I think the 49ers are going to score. I think to your point, you saw them coming on, but now they're going to be, you know, at home. The weather's supposed to be good tomorrow and everything. I think the field's going to be fine. Um, but I think that, like you said, they, they're going to be more in the groove. They have that week off. Debo's going to be back. You know, he's off the, the injury report. Like, I think they, they didn't even put him on the injury report yesterday. So correct, he's totally fine. So, and I think that's just going to be, I don't think Detroit's defense can, can handle the 49er offense. And I think that the Detroit offense will score, especially playing behind. I think Goff's going to probably play a, a decent game. I just I just see Detroit, Detroit as being like a lesser version of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. When you look across the board, I think there's – you could say like Goff and Purdy, if you want to not give Purdy his credit, you could kind of say they're kind of well, – Nobody will give him his credit, so you're good there. I know. I, I mean, I, I think that's wrong, but – I think if you want to say that's a wash, but I think if you look across the board, who who has a better running back, who has a better offensive line, who has a better receiving core, better tight end, and it's not a knock against Detroit. It's just when you when you put a comparison, who are you going to take at tight end? You're going to take Kittle. Who are you going to take at running back? CMC. If you look at each individual one objectively, you can't. And it's not again. It's not to put them down. Like um, the name of their their rookie receiver. I mean, he's he's had a great year, and I'm not taking a, a, anything away from him. But would you rather have him or Debo or even Ayuk? Right. If you Ayuk's one of those that quietly they always tend to forget about. They do. Even Jennings. They, even Jennings comes even in Jennings, because who? Yeah. Because again, who are you going to look at? Yeah. Debo. Again, I know that they're kind of talking. You know, there's the I don't know the name of the Detroit defender, but all the smack talking. Oh, you're a running back. You're not a receiver. That's fine. Let him get the ball and see what he does in the open field. Yeah, that, it doesn't matter if he's on. Fine, he's. It's almost like saying that like um, Lamar Jackson can't win because he's more of a runner. Uh, he can win because he's a runner. Give him the open field and let's see how you feel about that. Then, right? You know that type of thing. But and on defense again, I I think Detroit has a good solid defense, but I don't think they match up anywhere close to the 49er offense. 
And I don't think that the offense matches up against that great against if they were more of a running team, I think then maybe they can, but I just don't see the matchup. And again, 49er fan, but if it, if it was any team other than the 49ers, I would I would be a, a Lions fan a hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent a Lions fan. Again, for the same reason for their fans. Yeah. You know, they're they're similar to Browns fans. But a hundred percent would be the by them, but I just don't think that they match up at all. I think if there was, I think there is a lock for the weekend. Like if you had to pick one of the two, obviously there's only two games, but I think that this is a lock for the 49ers. But again, yeah, I agree. I, so I, same as you, I'm picking the Niners, probably similar. I expect a 10 point victory or like a 30, 20, somewhere around there. Right. Um, and, uh, a lot of the main reasons you listed off as well. I mean, Detroit's been a great story. Detroit oh, had yeah. some holes I've seen, specifically, to your point, their defense. I mean, they gave up, what, 28 against the freaking Buccaneers who could only put up nine against Carolina. Exactly. And a lot of their games, they've taken a lead, but then they've let it get way too close where they have to somehow pull it off or just hang on. Right. And, uh, and they've been able to, and that's going to end this week because the Niners have a couple things. One, they really feel like when they made the NFC title game last year, they were going to go beat Philly and then they lose pretty right off the bat. And then they lose their second stringer and have no quarterback. Like they, they that got them motivated this year. And that's why they're so focused and they'll come into this game extremely focused, more energized, hopefully not overly energized. Sometimes I get worried when teams get too jacked and energized right. that they, you know, they try too hard and then they make mistakes. Right. Um, but I think weather being good, it's going to be cloudy, no rain. Um, so that's okay. good. It's supposed to be like 70 degrees tomorrow, which is nice. It'll yeah. be so it'll be good weather for him, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I and I just think to your point, like offensively, there's just no matchup. By the way, it's Sauce Gardner who's the one talking shit with Debo. Oh, that's and, uh, Thank you. And I'm like, dude, if my only concern would be is that Debo wants to go out and talk. You know, like Sauce Gardner's going to keep talking in his ear. Don't get yourself thrown out. Right. Like. That happened last year's NFC title game where Trent Williams got thrown out. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So you got to maintain poise because you know full well the only way they're going to get you to lose is by getting you frustrated and knocked out of the game. So Greenlaw's got to be careful with his last-minute hits that he likes to take sometimes. Um, he's been better, but, I mean, yeah. he's just an energy ball, and I, I have no problem with that. I love the linebackers like that because um, you know he's going to give you 100% every time he's out there. But right. uh, but sometimes it hurts you when he just doesn't realize where he's at. And it's never intentional. It's just he's just not – he's so, like, blind bull eyes type thing, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the Niners win this one. I think it's a great story. If, like, to your point, if the Niners weren't there, obviously I'd be 100% pulling with Detroit. I love the team atmosphere. I love Campbell. I think he's great. This is my whole point about – like the Cowboys need to fire McCarthy. They need someone who's more energized, like Dan Campbell, a, play, a person like that who comes in and fires the team up, who has the energy and excitement that keeps the team going. But um, but it's a, been a great year for them. I think it'll come to an end, and the Niners yeah. will win that one. I think you know the one part of going to Campbell is it's controlled still. Like he, right? I think it's it's because. I think it has to work for the coach. I think like an Andy Reid is a calming presence for somebody like Mahomes, mm-hmm. who kind of like you said, he he knows when to reel them in. You know, he's that calming presence. Or like um, 
Kelsey was talking about he did something and like oh it was that it was that one that was called back you know where he did the throw which was a fucking perfect throw so feel so bad that, that for him that that play didn't count mm-hmm. you know where where they were offsides or yeah offsides um but it's like that type of thing where he has those personalities and you know when they come back to the coach he has that look like like you know they, they avoid him type thing right you know but I think it, it depends on the team dynamic. And also, like, there's been a ton of high-energy coaches like a Dan Campbell, but that failed. You have to know when to do it and when not to. Very true. You know? Very true. You have to know when, you know, time and a place. And you have to have the team dynamic. And, yeah. But I, I think it's working for, like, look, golf is not like this rah-rah type quarterback. He's a calm, no. laid-back type quarterback. So maybe, that, again, you need to know for the for the, the coach needs to fit that type of mold, you know, where – Maybe he helps keep golf moving forward, you know. Right. I don't know. Well, and and to your point, I mean, Goff's one of those who the Rams dumped because they felt like he got him to a Super Bowl, but he was never going to be able to win it for him. So they went and got Stafford, and so Goff has been, in a sense, this has been a great way to prove himself again. Like he's right. now gotten another team that he's leading into an NFC title game. Yeah. And Stafford got the Rams there once on a team that was supposed to get there. So, I mean, you know, I'm just saying it's kind of interesting. It's also um, interesting when, when people forget little things like the Rams went all in on that year, too. Yeah, and they still should have lost the NFC title game, but they didn't. And I they know, got but I'm just saying, I think people forget about thing, that. Yeah. People forget about that where they went all in. Like, they, they didn't care about cap. It was like, we're either winning this year or we're going to regress. Yeah, they brought uh, in Jalen Ramsey. They brought in Von Miller. I mean, they brought in quite a few defensive studs to help them get right. there. Tampa Bay did that with Brady, and you know, it's even though I think they still have a good amount of pieces from that team that won, especially at Mike Evans. But yeah, yeah some teams do that. Yep. I mean, so yeah, I, I think always the whole thing with the coach in the team, it has to be the right fit. I think people want to talk about like you know, like I, I always go back to like the whole Patriot thing. You would never have had a 20-year dynasty without both of them. Stop this thing that it was all Brady or it was more Brady. It it's not a 50-50 thing. It's it's a hundred percent you need that quarterback and hundred percent you need that coach. You wouldn't yeah. you, you know it goes back to like the whole thing, like even with San Antonio on basketball. You're not gonna have a dynasty like San Antonio did without having those two. So I think with the whole coach thing, you also have to find the one that fits good. And yeah. you know. Which is always hard. But obviously, there are some that you look at and you're like, yeah, this isn't a fit. Again, the Cowboys are one. I think San Diego was another. I think you know, there's just a lot of those fits that you're like, yeah, it's not happening. Agreed. But, All right. So, so Super Bowl. I, I, so you're saying – so maybe this is an early prediction. So I have a question then. So you're saying KC49ers. So if it goes as you said, mm-hmm. you know, as you think that it will happen or you're predicting – who do you think would win that matchup? To be honest with you, it'll be a tight game. It will not be a blowout. Uh, no. I want if I try to take the personal opinion out. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say because I could see the Niners being up, and my my biggest fear is not Purdy. It's Shanahan's play calling late in the game. When he gets locked into when, I, exactly. I, when he wants to force something to happen. Exactly. When he wants to force the quarterback to be the star, which has happened in the two Super Bowls he's been in, 
with both Ryan and Garoppolo. It's like, and maybe Purdy being younger will reduce some of that impact of him thinking that's the case, although he kind of did that in this game against the Packers. Also, I mean, did we still have Gore the last time? No, no, no. That was Mostert and uh, Coleman. And so we had a good mix. I mean, Mostert was great. But he's not a CMC. That's, I guess even with Gore, uh, look, as as durable and longevity that Gore had, Gore never at his prime was better than CMC this year. No, and that's fine. But I guess my point is, is that. But he my, has that running back now too. Yeah. My concern would be if it's a tight game, it could be a challenge. And Mahomes right. has proven he can pull things out of the air. So honestly though, but I, I could see the Niners hanging on. And I mean hanging on. To win this like 24 21. If, if 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 this is the matchup, that's where at least I'm leaning towards. But there is a concern factor because Shanahan, who is a great offensive mind, but he can kind of get stuck in his ways. Yep. Um, or trick himself into something else. Like the last course, Super Bowl. hundred percent the last Super Bowl. Yeah. And of course, with the Chiefs, even though they statistically and Personnel-wise and everything should not even come close to matching up with the Niners. They have Mahomes, and so and Reed. Yeah, I mean, it, again, the eeriness of this is back in '88 when Montana led them to face Cincinnati for a second time and drove them all the way. The Cincinnati had it, and Joe brought them all the way back, and scored, and got a touchdown, and that was it. So, yep. I'm I'm expecting the Niners to win this game. Obviously, I'm. Mean, I'm expecting him to win the Super Bowl too. I and mean, if it's against Kansas City, as I predict, he'll be a nail biter. He'll what be if a, it's a Raven? I mean, really quick, what if it's the Ravens? What if the Ravens pull off like like kind of like what you said? If they kind of stay ahead and they grind them and they end up winning in the end because it's gonna be a close game. Oh, if, if it's, it's the Ravens, Ravens, then still say the Niners win, and the Niners win probably by ten. Really? Yeah. Because the I don't I think what happened when the Niners faced the Ravens and the Ravens were great in that game. Don't get me wrong. They I'm not taking away from them and saying it was a bunch of excuses for the Niners because it wasn't. They just played flat. Right. But there are a lot of things that happened in that game also that were freakish. Some of these batted balls that literally flew True. into open defenders five yards away. I mean these you know hooking, and so a lot of that played into it. Part, but I think Shanahan, given two weeks time will find a way to get that offense to flow against that Ravens defense. And then defensively, um, they just got to keep Lamar to pass. Let him pass. Don't let him run. And that's hard because that guy gets free. And when linebackers drop back to cover the tight end, suddenly there's a hole. He'll just run up the gut and go for like 20. So, were you concerned last week that really it didn't feel like the 49ers are getting pressure with their front I, I was. They didn't get pressure till late. It was like... It was, but that was my whole concern about that team last week was that the whole three quarters, and they always talk about Purdy played great or didn't play good for three quarters, three and a half quarters. Like, well, the whole team didn't play good for three and a half quarters, really. The defense was pissing me off more than the offense. Yeah. So. They lacked like, energy last week, and I don't know why, but I think Wilkes needs to get a little bit more creative on his. his... I don't like Wilkes. Look, he was a Browns defense coordinator, and he had Miles Garrett, and it just seems like, I don't know. I, he does that Bren not bend not break defense you know like that whole philosophy where we'll let you get a big play here and there but we're going to stop you and they do except the 49ers don't stop people in the red zone right you know and so i think the whole thing is the 49 defense either 
I think they're more boom or bust. You know, either they stop you in a three and out or they give up a touchdown. That's no, the Niners have been much stronger than red zone. They usually they, yeah, they bend, I'm saying, though. bend all the way till you get within the red zone, and then they get field goals. Like look at Green Bay the week before True. against the Cowboys. Every red zone trip touchdown. Niners every red zone trip field goal. Yeah. Right. So it's it's more that they give up the the problem with the Niners defense is the stupid bonehead plays that give the offense suddenly like the pass interference calls were just ridiculous. And they were legit calls. And, and they were like third and 15, and they're yeah. giving a pass interference. That's the concern. Is some of the, and again, we have injuries. These aren't our original starters for the secondary. So, right. Um, but yeah. So, anyway, that's my take. Right. But if you see your, if you see it coming to being the Ravens against the Niners, then what's, what's your, what's your expectation? I unfortunately think the Ravens. Okay. I just, I think because of the run thing, I think the 49ers have, have not really shown, the ability to, to stop a good run team. And the Ravens are obviously a, a very good run team. And I, I, I think that would be the difference. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, it, and then, of course, will Shanahan look back at that film and kind of go, okay, aside from, like you said, those unlucky bounces and they're playing from behind, you know, are they going to be able to make those adjustments against what happened against them? Because even, even though those happened, the Ravens still executed and, and played overall a very good game, like a much yep. better game. So to your point, can Shanahan go, all right, against that defense, what can I do to protect Purdy, make sure that, you know, we don't put him in that situation? Because uh, the the issue will be is if he makes one mistake early on, it's like you almost have to worry about do you play safe with him, right? If you overly uh, yeah, play safe... Yeah. I don't think they will though, because I, I don't think they will. But so much trust in that team that they're not going to like. And I don't agree with that. I I just worry that if any of those things happen again, you know, and these again, it's the whole worry about playing from behind against the Ravens. If yep. you if you let them get that touchdown ten point lead early on, I, I just it's it's very hard to. If you start pressing against that defense, or you're, you know, against that with that offense just being on the grind and get that field goal pretty consistently, at least a field goal, it's just going to be hard. Yeah. Now, what if it's what if it's Detroit in there? I think we already said the combination of the two AFC against the 49ers. but let's say Detroit makes it. Do you see them beating either of those teams? Um... I definitely don't see them beating the Ravens. I just. The Ravens will. No, I don't see them being either team because I don't. As good as Goff has been, there's been plenty of games that they've won where he looked poor most of the game. And so, yeah, I don't see Detroit going. If they if they were to get to a super, this Super Bowl, they would not beat either of those two teams. I think. Honestly, would, I think it would be yeah. probably a blowout. I think if if they played against the Ravens, it'd be something like thirty-eight ten. I think if they played against KC, it'd be similar. Like I just don't see. And it's nothing against them. It's just they would be going in, which would be their emotional high would be so high if they get into it that they're they've not a single team member on there really. I mean, Goff has been, but, but he lost. there's a couple others. But realistically, yeah. they don't have the Super Bowl experience, which can play big for a team. Um, and when you're playing against experienced teams that have been in the Super Bowl, not like the Ravens have been in in a while though, but um, but, still. but still the coach has and. 
And obviously, Casey, we all know about that. That makes a difference. Like, I've never seen matchups come in where teams who had Super Bowl experience um, really lose to a, an up-and-comer in the Super Bowl. You know what's interesting is that I think we're saying that the 49ers beat them solidly. solidly um, and we're saying that we think the 49ers will – well, you're saying they could beat the Ravens. I don't think they could beat the Ravens, but I think it could beat the 49 or the Chiefs. But by what you're saying, that if the Lions beat the 49ers, then ergo they should be able to beat both of those teams. If you're saying the 49ers can beat both of them, or do no, you think do you think that the only I way to do it at all? I don't even know where you got that. You're just no 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 no, 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 shut up and listen. All right, go ahead. You're saying that the 49ers, if they go to the Super Bowl, should be able to beat both of those teams. I believe they Therefore, will. Yeah. If Detroit, if they will, if Detroit does. Do you think that is the reason why is because you think if Detroit wins, it's because the 49ers lost and not so much Detroit? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's definitely because the Niners put it. It's Fuck, definitely because Niners Take a minute and let me talk. Well, get to the fucking point, dude. I know. Jesus I Christ, I know, I you babbler. I ramble. I know. Ah, my God. I just All want right. to yell at you because I'm mad at myself. <laughs> I'm just lashing out. I'm sorry. I, but I like I said, I mean, the point is when you get to the Super Bowl, and it's teams that have been to the Super Bowls, those are always tough games because they have the experience from both. So right. I agree. no matter what, I mean, as a Niner fan, we get to the Super Bowl, I'm nervous with both teams, as I would be in any Super Bowl. I'm always nervous in every Super Bowl. The last time yeah. I wasn't nervous in the Super Bowl, because the Niners have lost the last two, which has actually been the most heartbreaking, I know. was Steve Young. I mean, that Niner team just blew out the Chargers as expected. And, uh, and even when Montana was leading him, other than the – first two Super Bowls, which were, you know, you don't know what's going to happen when you first get in a Super Bowl. And second one, they weren't I playing well in the first Miami, The Miami one, I was like, that was like, holy crap. Yeah. That one I did not expect. Right. But, Especially um, Miami's offense not doing anything. But, yeah, I agree. But, yeah, so there's been some nerves. But, yeah, I, I suspect if Detroit wins because the Niners blew it. and uh, But, yeah, Baltimore, Kansas City – Either team is a is a difficult matchup for different reasons. One because of experience, one because of just their play. But I mean, that's the beauty of it. You want to have a competitive Super Bowl. You don't want to see a blowout, unless it's you're the home team, which I would never be sad with. But at the same time, it's like you just got to be realistic. It's it's going to be a tough one, regardless how you look at it. Right. And uh, and we'll see how it goes. So this will be cool. We'll see what after tomorrow, who's in the Super Bowl, and then uh, next week we can uh, come back and. Talk about that and, you know, really focus on the Pro Bowl, the most important game of the year for every football fan. I like – really quick, I know we're pretty much reached time, but I do like the fact that they went to, like, flag football for a Pro Bowl. Now it means that they can actually try and go all out and not have to really worry about injury because they're not worried about the hits and everything like that. I, well, think I, 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 think I like the fun. skills challenges they do too. Some of those are fun. Here, I, I, I remember when they used to have it in the, like, 2000. Yeah, yeah. Around that time period. I, I don't – look, the Pro Bowl – you. You don't want your players to go all out. A, a Pro Bowl football game, it, it's it's a bad idea to begin with because. For well, Iowa, we can talk about that next week because I have a different opinion on that one. You mean like Sean Taylor? Remember when he used to like try to kill people in the Pro Bowl? What's wrong with that? It's it's again. Why would you if you're a, if you're a fan and your and your favorite player or your best player gets hurt in the Pro Bowl because some jackass goes all out? In a game that is an exhibit, not even an exhibition game, it's less than an exhibition game. I'm sorry, but I I, I understand the whole going out and everybody's play hard. It's stupid. You're soft. It's, 
You're soft. You're a soft fan. What if Samus he was playing in it and he and he tore up his knee in the game because somebody went all out? How would you feel that that happened to him in the Pro Bowl? We'll just say that, that. Shut up. If it happens to your player or whatever, you would be pissed. You would change your tune. You would. Everybody played the same way. I'm not listening. All right. If everybody played the same way, everybody played hard, and someone gets hurt, then they get hurt. It's part of the game. I wouldn't think of it. It's not a game, though. It's not even an exhibition. It's it's, it's football. It it's is not, football. It's, that's not football. It's no, not a football game. Football is actually considered soccer. So anyway, we'll we'll leave it at that. Dumbass. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for uh, joining this week. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, come back next week. We'll continue the Our conversation. Screw you. We don't care. Jesus, we don't not, not, not a real good way to drive listeners, but that's fine. All right. Listener. Listeners, we have a few. We're, f- we're fine. All right, everyone. Have a good weekend. Screw them. Fuck off. Have a good weekend. Wow. Bye. Dick move. All right. Bye, everyone.